Uh, I know that there's people joining us from all different walks of life, and some of you are joining us for the first time. Some of you actually have taken a big risk to join us on Father's Day. Maybe your fathering story, for whatever reason, isn't the way you would have liked to have written it. And, and actually what comes up is a lot of hurt or old feelings and that. And I just want to say thank you for being courageous and still joining us for this gathering on Father's Day. Uh, I think we're going to, you know, handle the balance between the two things, uh, between honoring dads and talking about this idea of passing it on, but also understanding that not everybody has the story they would have liked to have around fatherhood. And, and we can learn that God is ultimately the, the best example of fatherhood and we can trust him uh, in our lives. And so it's great to have everyone together. Be active in the chats as always. It's not just content to consume, but it is a community to be a part of. And if you're a part of uh, doing a curate at home, I love that our church is, even though we can't gather in the big ways for the people part of our physical locations, but, for the, but we can still gather in small ways. And I just want to thank everyone that's opening up their home, inviting people around so that we can still have a gathered expression. If you're new to faith or you don't even know what you believe, it's great to have you here with us. We always say that you can belong no matter what you believe. So let's do this. We're going to be talking about passing it on because I think it's such an awesome uh, concept that is relevant to all of us, whether we're dads, whether we're mums, whether we're just people. If we're human, passing it on is super, super important idea for us to talk about. We got some manly things in the background here, but can we be honest? Not all of these thing, things are equal in their manhood. You could put the thing that you think is the most manly here, maybe the the deer antlers here, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you think the music thing, the hammer. I mean, if you're using a hammer like this, you should upgrade your hammer. This though is not a manly thing. If you agree with me, put it in the chat right now that this is not a manly thing, okay? Um, this is a boy thing. And if you're a dad and you still got one of these, you're wasting a lot of time. Um, I'm just not really that into that sort of stuff, but hey, Whatever, that's all good. Maybe because I'm just so addictive. So if I get a game on my phone, I get too absorbed in it. So I can never do that. I just need to stay away from it all completely. Maybe it's really my weakness and it's your strength. Who knows? Pass it on. Pass it on. There's some wives right now thinking, yes, could you get rid of the Xbox or the PlayStation? So you can just put a big amen in there um, if, if that's what you think. Pass it on. Look, one of my favorite things about Father's Day and this morning getting cards from my kids is that every now and then, one of the kids actually writes something incredibly nice in the cards. I love words of affirmation. I love, uh, you know, speaking words of affirmation of my kids. So I love when they reflect something like that back to me. And I love on Father's Day getting a card and, and every year, one of them will write something really, really nice about maybe a quality that they've recognized in me that they can see that I've imparted into their life. And I love that when they can see some of the good that I've passed on to them. But as a parent of four children, I know that one of the most terrifying things is the reality that all of us are passing things on to our kids, but we're not just passing on the good, we're passing on everything the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I can see sometimes not, not necessarily the best traits in me sometimes being reflected in my kids as well. And that is why this whole idea of pass it on is so important because there's some things we really want to pass on in our lives, but there's also some things that we want to sort of not pass on in our lives and decide, actually, it might have been passed on to me, but it's going to stop with me and I'm not going to pass it on to anyone else. And so that's what I want to talk about. I mean, look, 
looking in, at your kids sometimes is terrifying, seeing the different reflections of yourself, whether it's by nature or nurture or a mixture of the two. I can see so much of myself in my kids and sometimes that makes me really proud and sometimes it makes me really terrified, especially as more of them become teenagers. Look, the essence of this idea of family is passing it on. In Genesis 15 verse 1, here's what it says. Um, Sometime later, the Lord spoke to Abram in a vision and said to him, Do not be afraid, Abram, for I will protect you and your reward will be great. But Abram replied, O sovereign Lord, what good are all of your blessings when I don't even have a son since you've given me no children? Uh, Eliezer of Damascus, a servant in my household, will inherit all my wealth. He's like, what good are you doing all this awesome stuff if we've got nobody to pass it on to? You've given me no descendants of my own, so one of my servants will be my heir. Then the Lord said to him, No, your servant will not be your heir, for you will have a son who will be your own heir. Then the Lord took Abram outside and said, Look up in the sky, count the stars if you can, and that's how many descendants you will have. And Abram believed the Lord, and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. I mean, the, the whole nature of family, the whole nature of being human is that we replicate after our own kind. It's how it works. I mean, the, the genetics of my makeup, I can trace those back to my mum and dad and they can trace those back to their mum and dad. And my olive skin comes from my, my uh, Italian heritage. So does sometimes my temper. Uh, you know, the, I can trace these different things. My curls, they probably come from my Scottish heritage. I don't know, you know, and so we can trace these different things. My big nose, I don't know, maybe that comes from my Jewish heritage. I don't know where it comes from, but it, it's like these, these different things, we can trace it back. And some of us today, we're so thankful for the things that have been passed on to us through this idea of family, through genetics, through these things, through nature and nurture. And some of us probably are not so thankful for some of the things that have been passed on to us, but we can get some common ground with everybody watching. All of us have stuff to be thankful for and to honor the past, but so all of us have stuff to not be thankful for and that we have to manage and figure out how do we not pass this on in our lives. I remember meeting with a counselor before I married Katie uh, for a few different sessions just solely around this idea that I had different things that I recognized in my parents' life and in my dad's life that I was so afraid of bringing into my marriage and into my family that I, I want to talk because all of us have these things and I felt that maybe I dealt with some of them and I did and we talked about them but they've flared up over the years as, as I try to, as all of us like try to navigate our faith and our humanity and all of that stuff and so we're in common ground in this tension of what to pass on and what not to pass on. You know, I think there's a fear we we're talking about the other day with a few friends about how when our parents get older, our grandparents get older, there can become a fear that we haven't heard all the stories that there are to hear or that there's stuff that's happened in their life that we don't know about, that there might be things that don't get passed on that really need to be passed on. And, and I wanna let you know that if, as you become a person of faith, if you're ready for that step, or if you've made that step before, that no matter what your family story has been before that point, you actually get put in a new family, and it's the family of God. 
And this family, even though maybe what you've been passed on to in, in, your, in your family of birth or in your family of your upbringing or in your caregivers might have some good and some bad and some ugly, that God's actually wanting to put us all in this new family of faith so that he might pass on to us some of who he is and have us pass on to each other. That's why this whole idea of pass it on is so important. So no matter who you are, no matter whether you're a parent or not, we're all children. We know that things have been passed on to us. We were all children at some point. But as we come into God's family, this idea of pass it on is important no matter what season of life we are in. Ephesians 1.15 says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Christ Jesus. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Romans 8.15 says, You have not received the spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call to him, Abba, Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share in this glory, we must also share in his suffering. This is the big idea, guys, that, that like Abraham was like aching because he is so blessed in his life, but he didn't have family to pass it on to. So many of us can be aching because we don't have family to pass on to us and we don't have people to pass on to others. But the good news is, is that we have a family. The scripture says that God loves to put the lonely in families and we have a spiritual family, no matter what our family story is, that God has adopted us into. Faith is how we get into this family. And I need you to know today that it's not by attending church that you get a part of this family. It's not by doing all the right things. It's by believing that Jesus Christ died and raised again for you. And as we come to faith in Jesus, it says that we're adopted into God's family. And that's good news because family is all about passing it on. As we get adopted into God's family, God is wanting to pass on his qualities, his love, his joy, his goodness, his self-control, his wisdom, his power. He's wanting to pass that on from him to you. As you become a child of God, you become an heir, the scriptures tell us, that, that we might get passed on to. And I need you to know that God's wanting to pass on his qualities into your life. That's what happens by faith, that we are receivers of this pass it on. Being transformed isn't about trying harder. It's about being in relationship with God in such a way that he might pass on who he is into your life. And so if you're battling and you're struggling with trying to be the person that you know God made you to be, no, it's not, it doesn't come by trying harder. It comes by connecting more with God, that he might pass it on to you. You know, I've also noticed this in family that, that it's not only what I pass on to my children or what Katie passes on to our children, what the grandparents pass on, but the children pass on things to each other. It's super, super awesome to watch. Like, I'm not musical. I don't have a musical bone in my body. I am like tone deaf. I'm never going to sing through this because it'll just, it'll ruin everything, you know. Katie can sing, but, but neither of us play instruments or those sorts of things. But our oldest son, he's very musical. He works hard at, at playing music and practicing and songwriting and singing. And he's very talented and it's inspiring to watch. But it's awesome to watch then how the, the next few kids have actually caught on on, on, on what some 
Alessandro is passionate about and what's in him. And they've started practicing and they've started writing and they've started singing and, and they've all got different talent levels and different passion areas. But it's awesome that in family, it's not just about what's being passed on from the parents to the kids. It's what's being passed on between the kids. And this is why spiritual family is so important because God wants to pass on things to you directly between him and you. But God also wants to use our community of faith to pass on those qualities between us, uh, which I think is super, super awesome. Look, faith is about having God pass it on to us, but faith is also about passing on to others. And I just wanna talk about three things that all of us can consider being people who God doesn't just flow to us, but God flows through us and we're passing things on to other people. Here's, there's three things that every single one of you would be able to pass on to somebody else. And I want you to think about, are you passing these things on? The first thing is this, pass on what you've been through. Pass on what you've been through. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse three says this, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. I mean, that's just beautiful. He comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort others when they are troubled. We will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. Pass on what you've been through. Every single person listening to this today, you've been through some stuff. You've been through some thick and some thin. You've been through some lean times, some hard times, some struggle times. You've been through maybe mental health challenges. Maybe you've been through uh, uh, sickness challenges. Maybe you've been through relational challenges. Maybe you've just been through just hard times and hard seasons and winter seasons. But as you've gone through those times, I bet you can look and see that God's hand was at play comforting you and carrying you through that season. And I want you to think about how can you pass on how God's taken you through that season to other people so that you could be the comfort that God was to you, to somebody else. Look, I know when I'm going through hard times, I'm always looking for people who have been through something similar because I know God can use them to help me through the season I'm going through. I'm looking through for leaders who have been through what, I've been, what I'm going through. I'm looking for people that have um, you know, faced similar challenges because I know that God's plan is to use His church to pass on His comfort in what we've been through to each other. And so that's why small groups, that's why doing Curate at Home, that's why gathering together, that's why being engaged in the chats and being in this together is so important because people have gone through things that, that you need right now in your life. And you've gone through things that other people need in your life, right in their lives right now. We need each other. God wants there to be this pass it on thing happening in his church. The second thing is, is we wanna pass on what God's done in us, in our lives. Psalm 145 verse four, this is a beautiful Psalm. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. I love that. There, there's something about like God's done something in my life 
and part of my, my, my holy responsibility, my holy privileged obligation is to make sure I tell of what God's done in my generation to other generations. That it's not just enough for God to do it, but I'm supposed to pass it on to others. Second Timothy chapter 2, it says this in verse 2. You've heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. Pass it on, pass it on, pass it on. I know that my role as a teacher in the church is to receive from the Lord and, and to have Him do a work in me so that I might pass it on to other people. But I want to say it's not just for me, it's for every single person. If God's done anything in your life, it's supposed to be passed on to somebody else. Tell somebody what God's done in your life. Tell somebody what God's doing in your life. Tell somebody where you've come from and where you're going to and, and what's stirring in your heart. I, this is for every single one of us. You know, our role is to tell our kids. Our role is to tell our friends. Our role is to tell our workmates what God is doing and has done in our lives. The best evangelists, other people who it's fresh in their life that God saved them, who always remember that, but by the grace of God, I wouldn't be standing here today. There's something about God's done something in my lives and I just need to find somebody to tell about this that's so encouraging, whether it's our salvation story, whether it's about what He's speaking to us in this season, whether about the comfort He's giving us, whether it's about the hope or the revelation we are receiving or a key of wisdom we got in the scriptures or from His Spirit. It's like these are things that we're supposed to be passing on all of the time. That's why we need community, so we can be in the context of family to pass these things on. The, the third thing is this, we need to pass on what others have done for us. We need to pass on not just what God's done for us, but we need to pass on what others have done for us. Listen to this in Matthew 7 verse 12. I bet you've heard it before. Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and prophets. I want to say it's not just do to others what you would like them to do to you, but we need to do to others what others have done to us in the godly sense. That when people have been generous to us, we need to then look for opportunities to be generous to others. When people have given us a hand up in a hard time, we need to look to be that person for others. When, when people have uh, you know, given us an opportunity where maybe we thought, man, I didn't really deserve it looking back on it, we need to be those people who give opportunities for others. I, I stand here today because of what? God's done in my life, because of how God's brought me through in my life, but because of what others have done for me in my life. I wouldn't be here without the generosity of other people who have supported me through seasons. I wouldn't be here without the encouragement of other people, without the prophetic words spoken into my life, without the leaders who have given me opportunities when I, I wasn't ready for those opportunities, but they became stretching things in my life. And and I really think that this whole idea of pass it on is a call to the generations of the church to do for others 
what others have already done for you in the best possible sense. That we all stand on the shoulders of those who have come before, who have laid in generosity, who have laid in sacrifice, who have laid in intercession prayer. Actually, I love this. This is a story just from this week. This whole new group of, of women intercessors that are being raised up. There's 30-something of them, of young women being raised up as a, a new group of intercessors in the church. And I just love that that's like a spirit of realizing, man, there's been generations gone before that have been so faithful in prayer and without their faithfulness in prayer we we wouldn't be where we are and so I need to take up the baton to be someone else that's going to pass on that intercession so that there'll be another generation behind me that that it had the privileges that I had and we can keep standing on each other's shoulders there's something so powerful about this that we need to do pass on to others what others have done for us in the best possible sense you know, I was just chatting with somebody earlier this week about their business and they were telling me how they just feel so much like they need to give back or look for opportunities to bless other people through their business at the moment. I just, I just love that. It was like an internal call to them from the Spirit of God. Just They knew that the heart of Christianity is living a pass it on life. The heart of following Jesus is living a pass it on life. And I want to call to us, Curate, to be people who pass it on. Pass on what God's done in you. Pass on what you've gone through. Pass on what others have done for you. So there might be a generational legacy always building around our lives, raising other people up, that we wouldn't be dams, sort of holding the lake of God's blessing in our lives, but we would be rivers where things are flowing through and blessing so many places and so many people. It's supposed to flow through me, not just to me. That's the spirit of pass it on. And I'll finish with this. Proverbs 20 verse 29. The glory of the young is their strength and the gray hair of experience is the splendor of the old. Saying there's a glory of the young is their strength and the glory of the old is their wisdom. But when we're living a pass it on sort of life, we don't have to choose between strength and wisdom. The two, the generations can come together and benefit from the strength and the wisdom put together, which is like an unstoppable force. And I want you to have that vision for your family, that vision for, for our community, that vision for your small group, that vision for our church, because there's something amazing if you can imagine being a part of a group of people that are always looking, not just for what they can receive, but how can they pass it on to somebody else. And I think God's looking to bring his hand of blessing behind that kind of life. I think God's looking for people who can be conduits of everything he's doing, not dams of what he's doing. And so I'm calling to us to be pass it on people. But wherever you're at today, know that no matter what your story is, no matter what your fathering story is, that you have a heavenly father who loves you and he's for you. He wants to be your protector he wants to be your provider. He wants to be your shelter. He wants to be your strength. He wants to be your comforter. He wants to be, he wants to let, he wants you to let him love you. He's got a love so deep and so wide, so profound that words cannot explain fully how amazing his love is. But his love is available to every person today through what Jesus has done for us. And if you're ready to take that step, that would be the best part of this whole online experience. If you're ready to take that step, 
to choose Jesus today. You can make the best choice you could ever make. I know it's a big leap, it's a leap of faith, but it's by faith believing that Jesus died for all of our brokenness and all of our darkness and that he took it on that cross and he paid the price for it so that we can experience complete forgiveness and we can come to God whole and perfect because of what Jesus has done for us. That he was raised on the third day. That shows that he broke the power of death over our lives. And so as we entrust our lives to him, we know that we can have eternal life and relationship with him right now. And so wherever you're at today, I want you to join me in in prayer. I want to pray for you, for your salvation, that today is the best day of your life if you're making that choice or you're coming back to your heavenly father. And so if you're making that choice, put it in the chats, click the button. If you're watching on uh, our church online platform, click the button that says, you know, I've made a decision. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, just put a yes in the chat. If you're watching with the curator at home crew, maybe just grab the arm of the person next to you and just be like, that's me today. And we, those, those people can pray for you. But I would love to pray for every person if you're making that decision. Heavenly father, thank you so much for your love poured out to us through your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you that in him we can have life and life to the full, full forgiveness, Lord, and eternal hope. And God, I pray that your love would invade every home right now, that the people reaching out to you would experience the love of their heavenly father, Lord, and that you would be with them in this time, Lord, as they commit to you as their Lord and Savior and choose to follow you. Lord, for everybody, Lord, would you put a pass it on spirit inside of us, Lord, that you might do amazing things, not in us, but through us in our lives. We want to be pass it on people. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.